Welcome to another episode of In the Mouth of the Wolf podcast, a program dedicated to the human-animal interaction, dogs, wolves, canine science, the ecosystem and environmental awareness. Whether you are a dog parent or caregiver, a dog worker, an animal lover or worker, an environmental friendly person or activist, this is the podcast for you. The program is brought to you by AEDC, Anthropology Education Dogs Canines, and here is your host, Marco Adda. I am a canine researcher, dog behavior consultant, animals advocate and rescuer, and I've helped thousands of people in setting up a wonderful relationship with their dogs and other animals. This episode is sponsored by... Wait, wait. My team is telling me nobody has sponsored this episode yet. You can sponsor it retrospectively or you can sponsor upcoming episodes so to support our program. And you know what? You can also suggest us around what specific aspect you would like for more awareness to be created. If you are interested in the sponsoring program, just drop us a line to my personal email marcogerardoada at gmail.com and we will figure things out. Now, let's listen our intro and enjoy the episode. Modern dog breeds represent most present-day family dogs, namely dogs living as companion animals with a human family. Let's not get confused, though. Let's remember that the majority of dogs present worldwide is about 900 million dogs. Out of those 900 million dogs worldwide, 150 millions, about 150 millions, of course, we can't be absolutely precise on that, but let's say a, a, the sixth part of it is made of companion dogs. Now, mo- most of those, so say the pets, companion dogs, are dog breeds. So not all the companion dogs are dog breeds, right? Because some are mongrels, some are stray dogs that have been adopted and are a mixed, uh, have mixed genetics, right? But just part of those dogs living as pet companion are indeed dog breeds. Let's say the majority, which is anyway a minority compared to the global dog population, right? So this is one point we need to clarify. <laughs> 
Now, those dogs are highly divergent from ancient breeds of wolves and dogs, of course, in both genetic and behavior. And in fact, the modern breeds, dog breeds, of course, originated from recent and, which should say with a certain degree of confidence, a forceful breeding effort, and they date only 200 years back. The recent dog breeding generated a high breed-specific selection pressure. What does that mean? That the selection for desired traits has determined those unequivocal and commonly known morphological differences among all the dog breeds. So, we may be able to clearly distinguish a Border Collie from a Doberman, a German Shepherd, a Golden Retriever, a Chihuahua, a Chihuahua, French Bulldog, and so on. Now, there are a lot of research that are demonstrated, demonstrating that uh, dog breeds do not necessarily um, relate to specific personalities, right? But one recent study, Morrill and colleagues, um, and colleagues here means a lot of people, a lot of researchers, 24 researchers. The study name, the study is named Ancestry Inclusive Dog Genomics Challenges Popular Breed Stereotypes. And the study clarifies, it's just, it just came out uh, recently, a few weeks ago, the study clarifies how, and I quote, Dog breeds is generally a poor predictor of individual behavior and should not be used to inform a decision relating to selecting a pet dog. This study has been highlighted also by Mark Beckoff in one of his Psychology Today posts titled It's best not to judge dogs by their covers. If it's true that this selective pressure on aesthetic, meaning uh, preference for coat, coat color, uh, the tail length, the body sides, the muscle sides, and other physical characteristics, and the specific behavior of dog breeds, so the, the pressure on some specific behaviors, which should say, uh, for example, the targeting uh, of um, specialized functions, such as herding, guarding, hunting, or companionship, those pressures, those selections, caused important differences between dog breeds. That's true. But we should be aware of two fundamental facts also, that one, those important selection has tremendously impacted the health of canis familiaris dogs, right? In fact, restricting the breeding to some behavioral and physical traits has caused a dramatic drop in genetic diversity, the heritage, the genetic heritage that dogs carry. And that lack of genetic diversity is at the core of many medical conditions that modern dog breeds had to go through during the last two century. centuries. Sorry. So, uh, we can make some simple example. Uh, we know, for example, that German shepherds suffer from hip dysplasia. 
And so when they get to five, six, seven years, they start to have severe problems with the back legs. And we may make many other examples, like the tremendous consequences on, on health of French bulldogs because of their short muzzle. So they cannot breathe properly, they cannot swallow properly, and so on. So the second point we need to be aware of is that we may tend to strongly associate the breed of a dog to the personality of a dog. Like, for example, we, I, I, I spoke, I've spoken recently with a client um, that um, had problems with the, with, their, with, with the dog, with their dogs in the family, an Australian shepherd that they adopted because they, they did some previous research because they wanted to adopt a dog suitable for, um, for their kid. Right, and so they made many researches, and they were searching for a dog breed that potentially was good for spending time with their kid. Which uh, uh, the, the kid also um, had some uh, cognitive problems, and it ended up to be the worst choice they made. Not because of the breed they picked up but because the individual characteristics of that specific dog. So bottom line, um, dogs and breed, I mean, the, the, the behavior and the specific personalities of dogs do not relate, do not associate, at least not necessarily, with the breeds they, they have, the breeds those dogs have and carry and, and they have been selected for, right? And also we should consider that human behavior may importantly affect the lifestyle of companion dogs and may also result in, in behavioral issues and may also affect the personality traits of dogs. We have seen these. Um, with the uh, uh, Correri, Ada, Miklosi, and Kubini um, study on free-ranging dogs' personality, free-ranging and companion dogs' personality. We have been speaking about that also in previous episodes of our podcast. So let's sum up now on this. Dogs are remarkable animals, and every individual dog should be valued for her or his moral characteristics, cognitive and emotional skills, and not for her or his aspect or the breed they belong to. So if you are considering adopting a dog, don't just check around the internet, don't just check, don't just ask to family and friends, but maybe consult with a professional that potentially may also support you in choosing the right dog based on the specific personality of that dog, if you're lucky enough to go to see that dog um, at the breeding facility and in a shelter uh, or wherever that dog is, right? So, Choose a dog for 
the specific traits that that dog has, individual traits, behavioral traits, and inclinations, and not necessarily, actually not at all, for the breed, especially if you're willing to, um, um, to give to that dog a specific place or a specific role within your family, right? Breed doesn't equate specific personality traits. Let's bear that in mind. Here is your host, Marco Adda, and this is In the Mouth of the Wolf podcast. Please support this program by reviewing the podcast and subscribing to it, whatever platform you're using to listen. If you have the chance, let me know what you think of this episode, leaving a comment or writing to us directly to my personal email, marcogerardoadda at gmail.com. We are also happy to receive comments and suggestions for future episodes and if you wish to sponsor one or more episodes, also get in touch and we will discuss that with great pleasure. We want for this podcast to also be a voice of the community, for sure. Remember, metaphorically speaking, the mouth of the wolf is the safest place you may happen to be. Stay tuned, be foolish and alive. Stay wolfy.